everybody, and welcome to the ninth episode of Tales from the College Crypt. Today we're going to be talking about a really, really interesting topic. I know I say that every time, but this one is really essential, I think, for when you're coming from high school to college or you're dealing with your freshman year because everyone, I think, even if they are secure in their major, they kind of experience these feelings or experience these emotions of wanting to change your major. So today's episode is going to be called uh, Changing Your Major or pursuing your major, something like that. Basically, we're going to be talking about what it takes, the kind of skills that it takes to pursue the major, and what kind of passions or ideas that you want to have in mind whenever you're choosing your major. How do you do this from high school, and how do you switch it when you're in college, and then also how this helps you determine your overall path. So I guess today I'll start with my own perspective on it. Basically, as a communications major, I know that a lot of us come into college and we're not exactly sure <laughs> what we want to do with our lives. And we kind of choose it because it's not just a, a safe route, but it's also kind of a, a skills route that a lot of us might already possess. So we go into it with that kind of mindset. And I've found uh, at college that, especially through the people I meet and the professor's lessons that I've had, that I have much more of a, a business interested kind of mindset. So I really am interested in public relations. And that's what I'm going to be trying to switch to uh, in the future, basically after next semester. Public relations is really interesting here at UT Austin because you get to take 12 hours of business classes. And I really like the business classes. And then I can minor in business because it's only six more hours. But I kind of wish that I had known about how important it was to apply with the major you want in mind whenever you come from high school since at least here at colleges like UT Austin it's it's very hard to transfer sometimes so anyway without further ado I'm going to introduce my guest speaker today with me who's going to be uh, exploring the topic of changing majors uh, his name is Henry Allen and uh, go ahead and just like tell us a little bit about yourself Henry yeah, hey um, I'm Henry Allen I'm a freshman from uh, North Texas. Mm -hmm. And what major are you switching to this year? I'm trying to switch into uh, another engineering major. Mm -hmm. uh, like specifically, what, what engineering major are you switching to? Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in, in, I would say many engineering, Many engineering fields? Yeah, yeah, many yeah, engineering yeah, yeah. fields, but yeah. uh, I, I do have it rounded down to about, like, let's say, about mechanical engineering, something mm -hmm. around that end. Yeah. So, like, whenever you were preparing for college, like, did you have an idea that you would maybe want to change your major then? Or did you think, like, oh, I'm going to go into this one and it's going to be, like, my set in stone thing? Yeah, when I was applying, I kind of had a vague idea a few months before. I kind of like this topic of engineering so I would apply to this one mm -hmm. but it turns out the more I looked into it I kind of I preferred other aspects of yeah. other engineering fields a little bit more and, yeah yeah and uh the stuff I had kind of liked about uh before I hadn't really looked into it mm -hmm. I just to put simply I didn't put a lot of research into it after I kind of had a vague goal already yeah definitely and I, I think that's like something really important for people to know whenever they come to college is that like they we don't think like oh we need to do research on the college we're choosing but then like we have to do research on the major as well because whenever i applied here and i applied like for communications and everything 
I wasn't sure because this is a competitive school, like if I was going to 100% get that major. So like I needed to make sure like, I had a backup or something like that. So did you have like a, a backup or anything like that? If I didn't get into my, my major? Mm-hmm. No, I had listed uh, two engineering fields, mm -hmm. which ironically the one that I had put as less interesting, yeah. I probably, that's what I'm trying to switch into right now. Really? Yeah. 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 But, uh, but yeah, I got into my first choice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, as far as backups go, if I gone into the second one, mm -hmm. I guess great. If I didn't get into either, I don't think taking the the alternative options yeah. of entry are worth it, at least for engineering. Definitely. So okay. I would have gone somewhere else. Do you feel like your high school like prepared you for college or would you say no? I would say uh, by workload, mm -hmm. it did because I'm not having too tough of a time right now mm -hmm. uh, acclimating to just being able to schedule my assignments out and yeah study and such yeah though i will say i wish they had gone a bit more into uh the the different fields like not necessarily even of engineering but mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of schools they don't even explore like let's say business a lot that's which true. a lot of people they don't even consider business or something like that mm -hmm. or or they don't truly look at different engineerings like yeah a lot of people don't look at chemical engineering for mm -hmm. instance when that's a lucrative field yeah that's definitely that's definitely something that I consider I consider super important and I resonate with a lot just because the like love I have for like a lot of these business aspects or like business kind of the business world now it's like not something I knew anything about in high school and like now that I'm here and surrounded by people that are kind of interested in the same thing or like I meet people that are interested in it it's like I learned that new interest about my or for myself or about myself and yeah, I just wish that high schools, I wish that my high school did a little bit of a better job at like letting people explore that through classes, just because I know for business, like at my school, there was like a professional communication that you had to take or entrepreneurship, which are like nothing like the actual fields that they have at the schools. Like uh, I know engineering, like they had some like robotics classes at my school or anything like that. Like, do you think, what kind of classes did they have for it? My school is very uh, engineering oriented, so mm -hmm. we did get a lot of engineering classes. Although yeah. the, the more specified they got, we would take them closer to senior year. Mm -hmm. So in effect, a lot of people who said their entire time there, I want to be an aerospace engineer or something. Mm -hmm. They never actually got to see what even a, a like the fundamentals of aerospace engineering would be like until yeah. the college application season. So it's a bit too late to discover at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I think one interesting thing about my high school was that we actually had this thing called KCAL, which was basically where you had a middle school that they actually converted into a building where our, all four of the high schools would go to. And it was kind of like an applied learning area where you could explore fields like uh, more fields like engineering or law or something like that or nursing. But a lot of the times, if you didn't get started with that early, like there was no other options for you just because you had to like get in with them early, you know? So like at my high school, if uh, you didn't even start early, like freshman year of high school and being interested in these things, like the options became very limited. So I, I think one thing is like, how um, how does applying college like confuse students, you think? Or like, how does it, how did it confuse you whenever you were applying to college? Uh, well, because you haven't really experienced or even like know too much about how college education works, mm -hmm. you're very confused about like even selecting classes and stuff. Yeah. When certain majors 
might be a lot more specified in the beginning mm -hmm. than others. It might be a lot more general. Yeah. So a lot of people might choose something that they're vaguely interested, not really knowing how much they're actually going to see into that. Yeah. In their beginning. Yeah. So like, what would what would you say that what would you say like now that you've been a freshman here at UT? that like, what do you think students need to know whenever they apply to college or they come to college? Well, the most important part, especially for UT, because it's a school that doesn't, uh, it's not very major switching friendly, mm -hmm. like a yeah. lot of others. I would say number one would just be knowing uh, what major you want to do. Mm -hmm. Because once you press the, the you select your drop down menu option, yeah, like, and you submit the, the document, that's it. Mm -hmm. you're, it's true. You're not, getting to look, you're not gonna be able to look into it further. Yeah, definitely. I know the the business school here is like definitely very competitive. I know that just switching from like communication to public relations is like you have to wait until you've taken a class which is like advertising uh, 318J I think and you have to get a B in it and then and that class is like a little bit hard to get a B in. Most people get a B or, or lower in it. So it's like you have to do that and then you have to apply after you've taken that class. So it's like there's so many steps and I think a lot of a lot of universities, um, the ones that are major switching friendly, those are interesting because like I, I agree with it kind of. I agree with how you should just if you got into this university, you should be able to get into any major in the university. Do you think the same way or do you think that it's like fair with it being hard to switch between majors? I do see uh both sides to it because I know one thing UT does like to say is that you get to start your major right away mm -hmm. which I guess is a big pro especially in engineering yeah and like where you need to get internships fast and early true but true. I don't think that's necessarily true if, if you're like the average student mm -hmm. I guess like I, I know a lot of other schools even engineering focused ones like A&M yeah for instance uh, they have an ETAM process, which I don't remember exactly what it stands for, but you get into the engineering school because you know vaguely you want to be in, in that type of STEM, mm -hmm. but you don't know what, what discipline you want to go into. So they you're allowed to take multiple intro classes to different types of engineering, so your first and second semesters, and then you apply for uh, an engineering again. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, like on a side note, a lot of people actually don't like it at A&M for yeah. that system. I've at the heard same that. time, because one, uh, they don't have enough experience to get significant internships in two. Or obviously, it's a broad ceiling. But, mm -hmm, but yeah. yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> well, a broad ceiling. Like yeah. they can get internships, but, but uh, it can be tougher sometimes. But mainly, a lot of people say that it's still a filtering process because they, uh, it's still tough to get into some of the higher and more in demand majors. So in a way, you're not really sure if you're going to get something that you truly want until, mm -hmm. until that happens. Yeah. Though schools like. Rice, for example, which is, I would say, like a similar cal caliber engineering, engineering wise. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they, they have a system where for the first two years, you get to switch anytime you want, any number of times. Okay. It's instant. So I know, I know people have gone to Rice and they are interested in one thing and then they find out mm -hmm. through like some random class they took as even an elective because they try to get people to do that. Yeah. Uh, that they like something else and they often switch around. Yeah. What a what do you think that colleges like what do you think they don't tell you whenever you're coming to college or you're choosing a major or going into a discipline what do you think they don't tell you you don't have as much time as you think because mm -hmm. even the ones that say that you have a lot of time to choose that's not necessarily true because a lot of it is spent taking like 
one class. Yes, so exactly. So if you don't like that one class, that's, I guess, one more class that you don't really like about the subject, but doesn't always tell you, like, how much you might like mm -hmm. other parts of it or other things. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that would be my, my main concern with, like, broadly of all the colleges that they, they just... It's a very short time period. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah, you're conditioned to think that like, oh, there's equal level to high school. But mm -hmm. It goes by fast. And that's that's one thing that's weird about college that I've noticed is that like, it feels like it's a shorter amount of time, but way more things happen. It feels like years pass by in just like one semester. And the amount of like time, like the amount of personal growth that happens is, is really crazy. I, I think for me, one thing that's really interesting is just that I kind of, I, I, I expected this, like I knew that it would go by way faster than like high school or something, you know? So I kind of learned from my freshman year of high school where I didn't really get involved in anything. And I was like, you know, even with my major and stuff like that, I was like, you have to get involved in things. You have to start like doing things and paying attention to dates because it passes by a lot faster here. And the, how time sensitive things are here is like a lot more, that's a lot more crucial. Yeah, yeah I agree. Like now that you mentioned it, that's something that I do agree with a lot mm -hmm. that you you have a lot more control over the stuff that you get to do like no one really cares yeah and like high school they didn't really care either mm -hmm. but you no one really had to select a major so you weren't like fractured into smaller groups yes yeah so so like everyone broadly knew like if you had some friends who were like responsible they broadly knew like okay you should try for this club but if mm -hmm. you have friends who are different majors they have their own clubs, they have their own things. Yeah. And you really have to control yourself. Even if you've learned from your high school experience, yeah, I should be more proactive earlier. Mm -hmm. It's kind of harder to implement that in college as well. Sometimes. Yeah. So what do you what do you think someone should consider in their major, like when they choose it or when they're making that selection process? Like, do you think it, it's based on like just what you like or like do the, should you pay attention to the job market or like what kind of interest led you into like considering engineering? Yeah, well, broadly, I'd always, you know, like the abstract thinking, mm -hmm. you know, with mathematics and uh, even applying that to, to reality. It's like the standard thing, I guess, an engineer would say. Yeah. But so, so yeah, I have a an interest in it. Mm-hmm. Might not, yeah, I, I have an interest in it. And then I guess on the less, like, spiritual level or whatever, <laughs> uh, like, the money would be good. Yeah. Like, you have to look into yeah. the job market. There's certain majors that you... You probably shouldn't apply to. <laughs> okay, what do you think those are? Come on, man. I, I mean, oh uh, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't want to. Not to go like, against anybody here. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna list them. It's just like the stereotypical one, you know. Yeah. Like, it, you can really look. The UT actually does release this information, mm -hmm. like the average salary of like each major, and mm -hmm. that is something that's worth looking at. That is a cool like tool that they, yes. they offer. That's very. You neat. should look into that. And then another thing a lot of people don't look into is the work environment. That was something I didn't really look into either. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. that can vary a lot. And it's not even like the type of work you do, it's like where you work. Where and like work. what companies you might work for. Are you okay mm -hmm. with like the risks? Are you okay with yeah. the, well, Are you okay with running your own business or, mm -hmm. or becoming like yeah. uh, a number cruncher for someone else? Like Exactly. It, it's really it's really dependent on a lot of other things beyond like mere interest in the subject and even money. Yeah. So. If you were to say to yourself, like, what are what is some like advice you think is really good with like choosing a major? Like, 
would you, if you had to choose a major again, uh, or like we're applying to college again, like would you base it all off interest or would you use like some other factors for it, you think? I would use other factors. Mm -hmm. Interest is always cool. We also have to sometimes be realistic with uh, the, the stuff that you're interested in. Can you work and mm -hmm. like do that yeah. as, as an interest? Like mm -hmm. sometimes it can be very uh, difficult to, to attain some of those. Yeah. yeah. And that's not to say that like it's hard, so you shouldn't try it. Yeah. But that is a, a thing you should account. But, but as more of a concrete uh, explanation to like, or suggestion, mm -hmm. um, there, there's some websites online, like there's a bls.gov, yeah. Bureau, Bureau of Labor Statistics. Mm -hmm. You can look up different jobs and, and majors in there, and it tells you the average salary, it tells you uh, yeah. top 10, top, uh, or bottom 90, whatever. Yeah, and yeah, all yeah. That, uh, all the it statistics. tells you the work environment too, which is what I was just mentioning earlier, and that's, yeah. that's a real help. Yeah. Sometimes, as far as like work environment and stuff like that goes, I guess like even sometimes like day in the life YouTube videos, mm -hmm. but, but those those can be embellished and often they don't really show what they actually do. Yeah. But, but sometimes you can find a good one. And, yeah. And you can broadly see like, okay, is this person moving around a lot? Are mm -hmm. they like stationary? I think, yeah. Oh yeah. I think some helpful advice that I've really gotten about like my major and everything, just because my, my way of, of thinking of solutions or trying to fix problems that I'm going through is like talking to people about them. So one, some good advice that I've gotten about a major is basically like a major is what you do. It's not who you are. You know what I mean? It's like you can, once you're out in the job market or you're out in the job field, you can pursue whatever kind of interests you want. And a lot of people will get job positions that they didn't even like necessarily major for. Like my, my aunt right now, she works like as an accountant for Sony or not an accountant, but she works for Sony. Right. And, um, I don't know exactly what she does there, but basically she, she helps with a lot of the numbers and everything when it comes to like sales or when it comes to processing how things work in the company or everything. And, uh, she was a government major, you know what I mean? So the thing is like a lot of those skills, sometimes you might transfer them over, but you're not necessarily going to be using your major, but of course you always could. So it's like, I've learned that the major is kind of in college, the thing that you want to be your safety net. Like you can always go there to look for jobs, but you can take those skills like elsewhere. So I guess uh, an interesting thing because I'm, I'm not a STEM major. So like with a STEM major, what kind of good skills do you think you gained from it or it gives you from college? Well, like I had mentioned before, one of the interests a lot of people have upon like even uh, beginning to apply to like a STEM major might be like abstract thinking. Mm -hmm. And with that comes uh, analytical uh, uh, thought processes. Yeah. Just being able to to understand a situation or understand a scenario that can be applied in, in business sometimes. Mm -hmm. Obviously not everyone has a business knack, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there, there's a lot of transferable uh, properties. Mm -hmm. Ironically, Against the stereotype, a lot of the engineers I know are actually like good writers. Yeah, really. You find out through like Vapa classes or UGS classes, like, oh, well, this person can actually write an essay. You wouldn't expect it because yeah. they hate writing. But yeah. you can do it mm -hmm. and you might like it eventually, especially. Yeah. And I guess that does tie in a bit with engineering because there's a lot of technical writing involved. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there, there's a lot of benefits that come with just being able to. To simplify scenarios down to something that's 
easily digestible. Mm -hmm. So would you would you say that like switching majors is overall a good thing, or do you think it's something you should be like more hesitant about? Uh, well, it depends on the situation. Like mm -hmm. in a school like this one, I feel like you shouldn't switch more than once. Yeah, all, if at all, and. Other schools, like I mentioned Rice, you have unlimited opportunities to. Uh, mm -hmm. And yeah, it's good to explore. I feel like you wouldn't need to switch majors as much there just because like mm -hmm. you can take any class you want, basically. Exactly, yeah. But it's important not to get confused and filling up your schedule with too many things that don't mm -hmm. like count for all your majors. Like You have to do a lot of meticulous planning. Yes, yeah. So from like a pragmatic stance, you probably shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. You don't, yeah, don't want to overstuff something mm -hmm. and like end up having to take an extra semester or year yeah yeah and that's something that i see a lot of undeclared majors mm -hmm. have i remember i was speaking to this uh senior undeclared major yeah she's saying that she graduated or she's graduating at the end of this semester mm -hmm. which is awkward because she was a senior last year yeah yeah and it just it's an awkward time to join the job market and all mm -hmm. that. so yeah it, it's got its downsides i guess i definitely get that i definitely think and the thing is, like, I definitely think switching majors, it's its not talked about enough, like, before people come to college. And I think that's something that should just be talked about more just because if it does happen to you, and a lot of people it does happen to, where they feel like they need to switch, you know? It's like they need to know the skills that go along with kind of planning it out because you've got to know your school's website. You've got to know, like, your school's way of grade, like, their their grading system for classes, their system of like choosing classes and everything. So what what have been like some hard parts about switching or like about planning your schedule out when switching majors? Yeah, so especially with engineering, mm -hmm. there's a lot of requirements for each major to even apply. Yeah. So there's certain classes that you can or can't take mm -hmm. that'll even let you apply. So uh, let's say I'm in one engineering yeah. that is very different from another mm -hmm. uh let's say like environmental to to aerospace or something yeah oh yeah or i guess that's not too different it's like <laughs> well air. okay yeah but, but yeah let's say uh environmental they have a ton of uh intro classes like mm -hmm. like they might have to take geology or chemistry yeah and yeah. classes like that and uh and there's not a lot of overlap with aerospace which has to take a lot of physics early on they have to take mm -hmm. a lot of uh, aerodynamics yeah and, and you have to and the only the yeah. only classes that they would really have in common the even in the first few semesters would be math yeah definitely and yeah so so that's a, a real struggle fitting into your schedule because mm -hmm. sometimes they don't even let you take a certain class if it doesn't really apply to your major it's a weird scenario but mm -hmm. it makes for a really tough time uh yeah like just planning out in general if you in the case that you're switching majors and you don't get the major that you want, do you think it's a better idea to stick to a major that you're somewhat passionate in, or do you think it's a better idea to like switch schools? Like, what do you what do you think about switching schools? Uh, I'd say if it has to be done, it has to be done. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're not going to be happy in your in your mm -hmm. workplace, you should just not yeah not do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's a really unfortunate situation because then you've got to like go through the application process again. And then yeah. You have to like worry about that. You have to switch schools. You have to mm -hmm. meet new people, whatnot. And yeah. you're essentially starting from from zero at that point. Yeah. At the new school, but as far as like making connections and things. Mm -hmm. So, 
yeah there, there's a lot to consider mm -hmm. i would say still yeah probably switch mm -hmm. but yeah you have to also consider like how how easily could you break through into the other major with the one that you have right now like, yeah maybe if you're in uh aerospace or mechanical it wouldn't be like impossible to to switch between the two like you could still graduate with a mechanical engineering degree mm -hmm. and break into the aerospace it's, yeah in fact a lot of people advise but really yeah, example yeah examples like that i guess They're, yeah some majors are closer and some are further and you mm -hmm. really have to just find the yeah just determine it yourself whether yeah. yeah you can do what you want to do with the major that you have how would you say that like you make the most of your major or like what are some things that your major offers that you really like or that the one you're switching to really likes or that it has like benefits from i like the versatility mm -hmm. of it uh it can uh mechanical engineering in general is very applicable to a lot of different uh fields like what i just said mm -hmm. um obviously yeah, like the, I had given the example of aerospace, which is which is a difficult field to break into. Yeah. But if you wanted to and you're good at it, you could do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I guess that would be one of the main benefits of it. Like besides like whatever passion I might have for it or whatever, uh, whatever the job market looks like. Mm -hmm. When it comes down to it, it's a marketable skill. Yeah. And that's probably the best part of it. It's known as like the biggest engineering. Interesting. Field. Yeah. And some people might think that it causes a lot of, uh, a lot of, like conflict yeah, or like a lot a... of competition, a lot oh, of competition. competition. And, uh, yeah, yeah. and that's not necessarily true. Yeah. It depends on the fields exactly, but you should, you should never be completely like blocked from something that, yeah. that someone like will interest you. So. Definitely. I think what it is, is like, I, I think one of the big main ideas of it is that people just need to do or need to be aware of the fact that they need to do a lot of research in high school like they need to put a lot of thought into it they need to try and talk to anyone they know who's from college or like went through the college experience or even like listen to this podcast or something like that where you know you get advice on how you actually choose it or choose like what you kind of want to match your skills with or match your interests with or uh, kind of project that future image of yourself. Do you think like graduate school is a good option? Do you think it's a good option if like you want to take another aspect that you didn't get to do in your major? Or do you think you should pursue it if you just want like higher education? Uh, a lot of people do use graduate school as a way to further refine their major or like mm -hmm. a dabble in another. Though a lot of people, if they just want to like have a little bit of admixture they might just go for a minor yeah uh, but it, it depends on like the field you're trying to break into as well like mm -hmm. uh in tech like a master's can be real helpful yeah and like you can get that to supplement uh like your mechanical engineering degree or something and go into mechatronics mm -hmm. which is its own field in an entirety and yeah i would say a master's it can be worth it obviously like yeah like what i've been saying this whole interview basically like it's very each major has its own very unique situation and job market That's and uh, true. yeah yeah and fields mm -hmm. so there is no blanket statement for everyone true but but broadly yeah. i would say masters can be worth it in any uh, lucrative career mm -hmm. do you think that masters is like the standard of the future where it's like that's what's going to be expected of people to get a masters yeah definitely i'd say the college uh College degrees are kind of becoming oversaturated already, and mm -hmm. associate's degrees were 
nothing. Yes, basically. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, and uh, and then bachelor's quickly becoming that way. I know for majors like psychology, true. you need a master's to even break into like a, a starting position as mm-hmm. like a psychologist. Yeah, 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 like a psychologist. Like you're not gonna. Yeah, it, it's it's just difficult already with a lot of majors: biology, chemistry, mm-hmm. the the hard sciences. Yeah. yeah. You need a doctorate degree to do anything. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you can be a technician, I guess, with the bachelor's and everything. Mm-hmm. So, so. Yeah. I guess that's that, but at the same time, it's not completely. Uh, yeah. As lucrative. I think that's that's another thing to consider, especially with price. Is like, there's no shame in going to a college that is less expensive if it's going to be cost effective for your bachelor's. Because if like if you want to have a job as like a vet tech or something like that where you're only going to need a bachelor's but you might not be making as much then like you don't you probably don't want to go to a school that costs as much you know what i oh, mean yeah yeah i i would agree mm-hmm. uh, again a lot of it has to do with uh just understanding the market so, yeah yeah so there's certain majors and, and fields that they do actually care about prestige more like mm-hmm. let's say uh, a big prestige one would be investment banking where mm-hmm. uh, investment bankers will rarely hire outside of like a college that they might respect which yes, is like yeah. a, a posh term or whatever. like yeah very, like yeah but uh so you you have to like keep that in mind like mm-hmm. if you're going into pre-med or something yeah. you can go to like any any school for your lower uh lower degree for your bachelor's or yeah, something. yeah yeah like it's fine to do that it's fine to do that for a lot of uh other majors as well yeah but yeah, you have to like engineering is pretty much the same everywhere, which is one of the reasons why people might not consider like state schools, even even UT, which is a really good school. Some people like a lot of people might say that's not very prestigious. Yes. Yeah. But uh, in the engineering field or realm, it would be. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It, it would be higher among even the other uh, state schools. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, yeah, uh, your higher ability is going to be somewhat equal because math is math. Do you do you plan out your your classes kind of according to the the degree plan or whatever the kind of path that the college sets for you or that you think is going to be like good for the market? Like do you think you like plan them out based on like the skills you'll need or do you plan them out based on like what the college says to you? I'd say you should do it to skills that are best for you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've got to follow, like, if the college says you need this to graduate, you've got to do it. Yes, yeah. In, in my situation in particular, uh, had I been in the major I wanted, I might have followed the what the college said at first, just mm-hmm. because it's, like, all the introductory classes, getting that stuff out of the way. Yeah. And they do a lot a lot of it to, like, electives as you go up higher, which is good. Definitely. Uh, but, but in the situation I'm in right now, I kind of had to throw their, their thing out the window, like, I yeah. can't. I can't follow their their recommended list because I won't even let me be able to transfer. I won't be eligible to cha- transfer, which is, uh, I guess, a testament to its uh, like how it, complicated it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's not very intuitive. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. I I definitely agree, and I think I think on top of kind of like universities, I guess, reaching out to high schools or high schools communicating this the how hard it can be at college more. I think like colleges could also make more of an effort to say to students like, these are the steps you're gonna have to take. Like this is what it's going to be like switching majors, even if it's as something as easy as rice. Like they still need, I think the communication is key. They need to like tell their people way more about it or tell their students way more about it. Yeah. It's actually interesting because uh, before you 
get into UT, mm-hmm. uh, they don't really, they're not allowed to tell you anything about really? transferring. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, like I, I get the protocol and, mm-hmm. and like, obviously you can't blame, like even the people who like the transfer guys, like you can't blame them. Like it, it makes sense. It, it's a smart choice for them to do that. Yeah. I, I don't think less of them for doing that. Yeah. Like, I it's definitely... just really unfortunate and it's it tougher for people who don't already have connections. People have already gone through it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh yeah, I definitely agree. Like, how would you say that you build connections with people in your major or in the major that you want to switch to? So, uh, at least with engineering, there's a lot of broad uh, organizations mm-hmm. for for each field, for each uh, school of engineering, actually. Mm-hmm. And and that's a good way to just be able to see like. They, they have good advice with, yeah. with like future classes you might be able to take with yeah. things that you should do like beyond like transferring it can be like for for securing internships and getting a job mm-hmm. so probably that yeah uh if you know people have gone to ut most people know someone who's gone through the the transfer process so mm-hmm. you can always ask them yeah that's usually good okay so what do you think um what do you think are some really good tools that people can use at least here at ut or at like colleges in general too. So at, as like, I would, for tools, I would say there's a lot of websites that students kind of make mm-hmm. that, uh, that, that make things just easier, especially for registration, at least yeah. at this school. Yeah. So, so the one that everyone knows about is the Chrome extension, right? Yeah. For, for scheduling. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I know one that a lot of people actually don't know sometimes is UT Catalyst. Okay, yeah. Which is a, uh, it, it's a registry of past grade distributions mm-hmm. for, for each teacher in different semesters. You can find the aggregate of semesters. Yeah. And then there's also the UT ESIS, which you don't really know until mm-hmm. you're a UT student about yeah. like, this is where students actually do uh, surveys about the classes they've taken. But you can look at that before you register for even the first time. Mm-hmm. And I would say registry is probably the most important thing mm-hmm. or aspect about the school. It can yeah. really define about whether you get uh, a good teacher with uh, uh, the possibility of getting an A or if mm-hmm. you get a, real, a, a tough guy. Who yeah, like, who makes it a lot yeah, tougher of a like, situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I would say you definitely have to keep that in mind. You, mm-hmm. you have to have a plan coming into the school. Yes. Basically, you can't... That's something I've noticed a lot of people who kind of generally and vaguely state that they want to switch a major. They, mm-hmm. like and they're already in the school and they haven't had a plan already, sometimes it's sadly too late for them to do that. True, yeah. A, a class they might need to take has a prerequisite that they haven't gone for. Mm-hmm. And there's no way they can fit in their schedule. So yeah. a, a lot of it is dependent on, on just being yeah. able to plan mm-hmm. beforehand. I definitely agree. And I think that's probably the most important thing with choosing your major and switching your major is that you need to plan ahead you need to plan in high school and you need to take advantage of like whatever resources your high school has and of course whatever resources your college has. And I, I think that with people having the warning ahead of time and just knowing that this can be like kind of a tricky issue in the future and I think that they can take that and they can know that it's going to be okay as long as they plan ahead of time. And even if you don't plan ahead of time, there's still a lot of other ways in college through like clubs or organizations to kind of correct your interest or minors or certificates or things like that. But I just wanted to thank you for coming on my podcast today. I think we've talked about a lot of really interesting things with it and a lot of good lessons for switching your major, you know? Yeah, no problem. It was great.
Thank you. All right. Well, everybody, that's the uh, ninth episode of Tales from the College Crypt. Uh, thank you very much and have a great day.